Hello, I'm Avery or Hazel or Kylie. You can just pick one. I don't care. Hello, I am Lily. And welcome to the From the Closet podcast. Today we are covering Blade Runner. And I have to announce that we're shifting release schedules of the podcast. Um, you've already res- like you've already seen the effects of this uh, by the time this episode will come out. But this is the first time we're recording an episode uh, since these new scheduling changes have been made. Uh, so now yeah, the pod- before it was Monday, Tuesday, and then for a while it was whatever, everything was out the window. And I think now I can consistent, like, this is a very good consistent thing for me to uh, upload. Yeah, um, so now... Podcast episodes will be released on Tuesday and Friday. But, um, and another thing too, uh, just to point out, to go along with that, the Patreon releases of these podcast episodes will always be on Monday. Uh, now this doesn't mean that you will only receive that week's episodes on Monday, but that's probably going to be the case most of the time. And, um, there's some other things we need to, like, that's, that's, um, unusual announcements out of the way. Yeah. So now, um, you, uh, obviously this podcast will contain spoilers for Blade Runner. Uh, if you would like to avoid those spoilers, there will be a link in the description below to the Just Watch page for this movie, which will have links to all of the pa- places you can rent, purchase, or stream this movie. Uh, with price comparisons for renting and purchasing. As of right now, in the U.S., this movie is not available for streaming. That's right, right? Yes. <laughs> um, I, I know, think so. Yeah, I know we had to uh, purchase it, but... Um, one second. I'll just quickly open up. Yeah, and, uh... But, uh, yeah, cheap buying price is at only $13 across the board. Yeah. Although, I but think why that's... Why would you do that? Why would you do what? Like, buy it? Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. Why did we? Hmm. So we can just... We are doing what everyone else, uh, so everyone else doesn't have to. Yes, we bought the movie, so you don't have to. Um, (laughs) You can join us next week for something. Lily, can you spin the wheel to determine what that is? I was literally ready to spin the wheel, and I was like, oh, I should look up um, Blade Runner on Just Watch, and then completely forgot. (laughs) Yeah. um, (laughs) Wow. I was on the wheel? Since when? What is it? Huh. Sleeping Beauty. You put it on the wheel. I don't remember. I specifically remember you doing that because you wanted to get it out of the way so that if Maleficent ever comes onto Disney+, Plus, we could do it. Oh, yeah. Do you also specifically remember uh, the date I said that? Because I have no idea. Like, I don't remember if it was how long he's been on the wheel for. It's been like a month. That sounds about right. 
So yeah, like I, I don't know why, but the the wheel keeps landing on stuff that's been there for not very long, and there's tons of stuff that's been on the wheel for forever and it hasn't been landed on yet. <laughs> and I'll be honest, that's one of the ones I did want to uh, wait on. So then I like when Maleficent or if Maleficent ever drops, I can just slide that in a slot instead. I will say this, uh, Maleficent is a movie I'd be willing to purchase to add into the Movies Anywhere library that we have, if it's just if it just takes too long, but yeah, it's a question of getting but, the money, and then whether or not Maleficent is even available on Movies Anywhere. I mean, that's something we can look at another time, but for my feelings now, fuck, I love that movie. I haven't I, seen I it. I love that movie more than um, Sleeping Beauty. I really enjoy Sleeping Beauty, uh, but we'll talk about that next week. Um, and we'll also be discussing The Seven Deadly Sins, was it season three? Um, yeah. Okay. Uh, so, look forward to both of those next week. Also in the description, you'll find a link to our Patreon, where you can vote on future episodes of the show, as well as get access to episodes before they release, as well as early access to episodes of our sister show, Off the Shelf, which is about books. And that podcast is exclusive to YouTube and Patreon. Um, and I am not 100% sure if I will ever cover Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep? On that podcast. I might. I also might not. <laughs> so, is that actually the book that this movie was based off of? Yes. I have a lot of questions. <laughs> yeah. But um, I, I, I wanted to get that out of the way. Also in the description you will find a link to Anchor.fm. Which is now Spotify for podcasters. Um and that page will have links to every platform that this podcast is on, as well as links to our Instagram and Twitter, where you can be notified when we release new episodes. If you'd like to support us but cannot do so financially, the best way to do so is to listen to our podcast on Spotify. Um, but with all that being said, please get out if you would like to avoid spoilers, because we are going to start talking about the movie now. So, okay, so, hold on. I Before we... Before we get into our individual opinions of the movie, I do have to say I respect how they went about adapting the book. Um, because, like, it is not a faithful adaptation of the book, but it didn't pretend to be one. In like, fact, it even try to be one. Like, um, the director of the movie, like, leading up to when the movie was going to release, literally said, this movie is loosely based on the book. Like, he very, he was very clear that it was not going to be a recreation of the book for the screen. Yeah, so, that, yeah this movie definitely just screams, this movie was made it non- it's like they read the book and they're like, you know, I like this idea. I want to, I want to loosely adapt this. Yeah, I want to tell my own story with the rules of this world. 
And That's... in that context alone, it works. Yeah. Because now, it doesn't try to be something it's not. It's just it just is. Now, something I want is do want to say. I totally support the decision to change the title, um, because "Do Androids Dream of Electric Sheep" is way too long for a freaking movie title. I mean, I don't know. I've seen um, at least as long, but that's just a confusing title yeah. that does not. Like, it has no semblance within the movie other than, oh, hey, look, they're androids. Yeah. Now, the fun thing is, um, the title, like, this book also inspired a Pokemon. What, Mareep? Yes. Oh, shit. Wait, really? Yes, Mareep is, like, the, the inspiration for Mareep came from this book. I'm totally going to butcher this, but isn't Mareep Gen 3? Gen 2. Damn it! <laughs> yeah, so, like, that's how Pokemon is weirdly connected to Blade Runner. I mean, it, there have been things named after Pokemon before, so... <laughs> yeah. That the cycle, but... the cycle just goes through. Yeah, I just thought... It's a very interesting piece of trivia, and if any of you don't believe me, you can go and check Mareep's Bulbapedia page. Huh. But yeah. This was inspired by this... I'm not going to attempt to recreate the title, because I most likely brought every word. Yeah, there's even a reference to uh, the novel in Dragon Ball Z Abridged. I don't like know if you... the season that we watched, or, um... Well, Dragon Ball Z abridged. We covered the entire thing. Um, oh, okay. So, you remember in Dragon Ball Z abridged when, like, they were first going to go fight the androids, and they were looking around trying to find them? I... that sounds familiar. Yeah, so there's a scene where Goku is standing on top of a building... And he's like, where, like, he's like, where are the androids? If I were an android, where would I be? I guess being an android wouldn't really change where I am, just what I am. And then he says, I wonder if they dream of electric sheep. Huh. Which that is such a Goku thing to, like, Goku bridge thing to say, though. It is. But it's also a really cool reference if you understand it. And then there's even Which, a later as you line. Were saying... Um, sorry, <laughs> just sorry. Just while we're on Dragon Ball Z abridged for a second, there's even a later line where um, Seventeen says that Doctor Jiro went all Blade Runner on them. Okay, I think that's. I hope I got that when I was first watching that. <laughs> then again, the, like at the at the time of me watching that, the only experience of me watching this movie was in a movie um, analysis class, or it's just a class where we discuss uh, movies. And that particular one, I was very drowsy with. Yeah, this movie. Um... So now we can talk about our actual thoughts on the movie. 
I honestly, okay, until yesterday, I had never seen this movie before in my life. And I just gotta say, this movie is incredibly overhyped. I I don't even know what I watched or why I'm watching any, like, around the 30 minutes. Yeah, in like... Fact, I'm glad that there was a book-to-movie adaptation so I can actually... Not book... Um, lost an adaptation, thank you, brain. Uh, so I can actually recount the things that actually happened in this movie. Yeah, like, it's so hard to figure out, like... When I'm watching this movie, it's so hard to figure out what I'm watching. It's like, oh, I see this thing happen, and I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Why is this happening? What is going on right now? And I haven't felt this level of confusion since The Last Unicorn, and I think this might be worse. Oh, absolutely. In fact, when The Last Unicorn made me confused, I was interested in where it was going. When this makes me confused, I'm just like... Why am I watching this again? Yeah, it's like, I don't know. I don't get this. Um, I think it's... And also, it is so dark. And I'm not talking about, like, the theme. I'm talking the lighting. Yeah, um, that's another issue. And I don't think... Uh, the only other movie I can think of where I have this issue is Venom. Um... And when I'm comparing a movie to Venom, it's probably not great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's just... And the plot... Like, you could understand where the plot's getting at, but at the same time, it's just so sloppy. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, I have to wonder if the book is better. Um... Which is very often the case when it comes to book to movie adaptations, but these are like these are like different stories from what I understand. So I don't know. I'm very curious about that, but am I curious enough to read the book? I'm not so sure. I give you a fifty-fifty. Yeah, like I don't know. I feel like there's a million other books I'd rather read first. But yeah, like, I don't know. Yeah, like, this is just... And, God, there's, like, one scene in the movie where there's some kind of, uh, some things that bother me specifically about a relationship between two people, although I think it's actually a person and an android. I don't know. It's kind of hard to tell. Yeah. But... But yeah, like, some weird, creepy consent issues in a particular scene. And we've, you know from the history on this podcast that I have a problem when I see consent issues being violated, violated on screen. Like, it's, it's not something I enjoy seeing. Um, there's some interesting things. Like, from what, like, I can actually have an interesting conversation about this movie just because of, you know, the class I went to um, in high school. 
Sure, go like ahead. Like how um, you're mainly discussing a lot of stuff with the replicants. How instead of using just, you know, killed, they're retired. Yeah, and that's... And a lot a of the moral aspects be uh, behind that. Yeah, like, that's clearly done in an effort to dehumanize them. Because if you say you're killing them, then that... It, that provokes more of an emotional response than saying retired. I forgot what else we were talking about in that mo in that class, but I remember that was one of the main themes that we were discussing. Yeah, like the the thing about um, when you, it, it's kind of hard to articulate this. Um, when you're fighting against opponents, and like it is very often a tactic to dehumanize your opponents because then you don't really feel as bad for killing them. It's you and also like see they deserved it. They're not like us. Yeah, like I am doing a good thing. I, I remember, like, reading The Mortal Instruments, which, like, this is a whole other tangent, but, um, there's, the, the second half of that series is focused on a war that's very, very bizarre, where, um, like, characters are, like, essentially killed, and then their bodies are taken over by, like, this demonic magic that's like allowing them to live, but it's not really them. And well, that's creepy. Yeah, it's really fucking creepy. Um, and it's weird because um, the Mortal Instruments is not known for being creepy. Um, but that's surprising. Yeah, like. But it's also just not entirely clear if the person who is, like, being controlled by this demonic, demonic magic is truly dead, or if they're still there somewhere inside. But the good guys are just like, no, they're dead. You're not killing them, you're killing a monster. And I'm just like... Huh. Like, this is, uh, it, you're, I see what you're doing here. You're dehumanizing them to make it easier to kill them. But they might still be alive in there. And you're not even trying to save any of them. They all die in the end anyway. Spoilers. So, yeah, I don't so that's know. That's a person that probably was never going to read or such watch or whatever that is, um, anyway. Yeah, I don't know. Um, although I, I would recommend reading that series, but only if you, um, don't mind reading, uh, books that are part of a large connected universe. Kind of like Percy Jackson. Oh, God. Gotcha. I had the opportunity to buy the next book in the series, and I just let it up, and I'm still angry at myself for that. Yeah. But whatever. Yeah. Um, and also, like, 
the the universe that these books are a part of isn't even finished yet. Um, there's like huh. one more trilogy that's supposed to come out to close everything out. And I think they're literally supposed to be fighting Satan in that last series. So metal as fuck. Yeah. But anyway, like, I don't know this, this movie, I, I didn't really know how to feel about it because I found myself unable to fully get a grasp on what was going on. And even in the lost in adaptation video, I found myself questioning, wait, but why are these the story events that are happening? Like, I, I don't really see the connective thread between events. And I think that's, that's the problem for me with this movie. Yeah, it's definitely, it just, it goes between shots without much contingency or explanation. I think the word you were looking for there was continuity, but yeah, like... I mean, I didn't mean explanation, but yeah, I did mean continuity. But yeah, I don't know, like... This movie felt weird. Um, and I'm trying to remember who the director was because it was someone I recognized. Um, and I just can't think of it right now. And that's going to bug me forever because Until I'm not... you remember. Yeah. I don't know. But, like, I don't know. This movie... It, it feels like everyone praises this movie, and I don't know, maybe we both just have bad takes. Um, <laughs> I mean, I mean, we liked Candace Against the Universe, so... That is true. Wait, did we... Oh, shit, we did cover that, didn't we? Yes, did we... we... Yeah, we did. I... I don't remember that. <laughs> why... Uh... <laughs> why don't you remember that? Like, I even made you go and listen to the unused songs from the movie before we covered it. For some reason, I remember that. But yeah, I don't know. Don't ask. Uh, what else did your, like, film analysis class talk about um, with this movie? I mean, it was over a year ago. I can't remember much. But, um... Well, we did have, like... I can't remember what project we used for that one, actually. It could have just... It could have been one of the um, Make a Podcast, but I think it was too early in the semester for that. Huh. It's kind of funny that that was a thing yeah, at all. Yeah, um... It was kind of ironic uh, at the time. <laughs> Wait, were we... Yeah, we were already doing yeah. this podcast. Yeah, we totally were. <laughs> Did you and tell... And she knew about it. <laughs> oh, that's that's hilarious. I know, right? <laughs> no, I... And we were definitely talking about the same themes for, like, um, when we were talking about Blade Runner 2. Yeah. Uh, through parts of it, we even got to go to the auditorium to watch it. Interesting. What other movies did y'all cover? Um, or, and were there any other movies that y'all 
talked about that we've already covered? Um, well, we never, like, we never officially talked about it, but there was this project where, um, like, we had to research this movie, and, you know, I forgot why we were researching it, but we were researching it for something, and I did, uh, Willy Wonka. Interesting. Um, but there was another movie we watched, and... I think it was Citizen Kang. Kang, that's that was the name. Oh my god, I, I I do not like that movie. That was actually the more interesting movie of what we covered. Oh right, we covered um earlier in the um, in the term in the class, we covered a few um, silent movies. Interesting. I don't know if we're ever going to do any. I completely I mean, forgot I, about uh, the silent movies that we did. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I, I don't know. Like, silent movies are kind of... There's something, but I don't know if there's any that people would recognize. It feels like if we oh, covered yeah. those, there wouldn't be anything recognizable for people to talk. Like, it... I, I imagine the click-through rate on those videos would be terrible. But Avery, the click-through rate, we already have a terrible click-through rate. I don't know. I, I, I'd i have to check my analytics to see, but something tells me they're not even showing our videos in the algorithm at all. So we probably don't <laughs> have a terrible click-through rate. We probably just have none. <laughs> huh. I mean, wouldn't that also be... Isn't zero a terrible number? Well, I hate see, the number zero. Oh, it's me $5. Well, see, it wouldn't even be zero, because, because zero implies that the video is being shown to other people, and they're just... So and like no one's dash? clicking. Yeah, it would be null. So just, damn, null owes me $10. Which is not it. Which isn't terrible. It's neutral. Hmm, fair enough. But yeah, I don't know. Um, that this movie, uh, I I couldn't get into it. And from what you've told me, the second movie's better. But like from what I understand, you were sleeping through that one too. Eh, I slept less. Like to be fair, I did try to. I mean, I didn't know most of the plot, though, like, every once in a while I had to, like, shake myself off and stop daydreaming. Yeah. Well, like, I imagine the general public is not going to agree that the second movie's better, but we're not the general public. These are our own reviews, and if you don't like our opinion, well, then, like, that's just, like... Your opinion, life, man. Man. <laughs> Though, to be fair, I'm not actually like when I say the second movie is better. You already know this, but I'm not actually pulling from my own opinion. I'm pulling through the opinion that I got from most of the people in my class that watch the same thing. Yeah, and like I don't know, it could be a generational thing. Um, this movie released fucking ages ago. Um. So technically, uh, twenty forty seven 
or at least like 2017, Jesus. No, um, so the sequel is 2049. Oh, god damn it. So close. But, like, this movie, this movie's, like, from the 80s. 19-something. Yeah, it, it has to be from the 80s. Just Oh, god damn it. Uh, I thought it was 1990. No, it's 1982. It was, sorry, what? It 1982. Yeah. Like, I... I knew just from looking at it that this movie had to be from the 80s because there's literally no other area, era of film that this movie feels like it could belong in. Now, I don't mean to mention, like, the class I experienced too much now, but one more thing. We had to turn up the brightness on the for the projector because we just could not see a thing. Yeah, see, like, that goes back to the darkness issue that we were talking about earlier. Yeah. It's and like, damn, are you trying to be the next Batman film? Oh, and on top of everything, like, oh, too. dark and groody. On top of everything, too, I usually watch movies at the library before we cover mm. them here. Um, at least that's what I've had to do lately, because I don't have decent internet at home. And I won't for a while until I can get some debts paid off. But this is okay, the first. I'm st- <laughs> just the way that you say that sounds like you're a time like the mafia. Like you get some of that debt paid off. Okay, can you shut up? Um, sorry. But anyway, um, this is the first time where I've watched a movie at the library. Where I felt uncomfortable watching it. <laughs> oh, right. Since I mentioned it, I should probably like have a little disclaimer. Um, there was, like, when I was watching this at, at school, there was some parts that were skipped. I mean... Probably should have mentioned that. Yeah, that would have to be the case. This is a rated R movie. We also did sign uh, waivers. Though I believe I was... No, I wasn't 18 at the time. Though I was 18 in the second half of the class. But anyway, you want to get into the critic ratings, they're going to be, like, really high. I already know. You know, I would love to get in the critic ratings. Okay, this is actually a first for uh, one thing. You know how we'd usually get IMDb Ron Tomatoes. Mm-hmm. This time they're both at the ba- at the back, and the front one is Just Watch with eighty eight percent, IMDb with eight point one out of ten, Ron Tomatoes at eighty nine percent, and eighty six percent of Google users like this movie. Wow. Okay. That's so, actually surprising. Like, sorry for interrupting you, but um, that's kind of an interesting consensus. Not like they're high, but they're all around the same. Yeah. See, here's the here's the thing about this. Okay, I kind of was expecting the scores to be higher, um, but huh. I guess everyone felt that this movie, like, was the embodiment of everything '80s. So everyone gave it an '80s rating. 
Wow. <laughs> nah, I think in um this has to be in the fifties. I don't know. Bye-bye. Um I'm not actually no. Because no, the last unicorn embodied the fifties, so has to be lower than that. Yeah, I don't know how I feel about this movie. Um, just remember that these are our own opinions. So when I rate this movie low, um, keep in mind this is just my opinion, and it's fine if you like this movie. I'm giving this a 4.6. Hmm. Yeah, 4.7. Yeah. Alright. Well, um, will we be covering Blade Runner 2049? Well, it's on the wheel, so, yeah. Um, (laughs) but I I really hope it's a long time before we get to it. And I say Uh, that... It could be, um, the the next recording after, because of how unpredictable, um, this wheel is. Well, I mean, we've got two other recordings that we gotta get through before we even get to recording Sleeping Beauty. So, uh, anyway, um, and, that, and here I was almost looking forward to Sleeping Beauty. Yeah, and I I actually think there's going to be more than just those two recordings because, uh, free movie of the month. Well, actually, I guess it would just be three recordings. Uh, to get through if we do free movie of the month. And which we need to, yeah. Yeah, but, um, because we still haven't done our free movie of the month for, uh, we still haven't recorded our free movie of the month for August, uh, because at the, we're, at the time we're recording this episode, it's still July. It's not August. Yeah, it's still July. So, yeah, um... But until next time, I've been Avery, that's been Lily, and we will be seeing you.